Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He's the love of my life. Nothing is different after this film. Just spoiler alert, still in love with Thomas. Okay, his name is Will Kemp. Whatever. It's not just Thomas is what I'm saying. I even have an ex-boyfriend named Tom and it doesn't even bother me. <laughs> yep. That that should tell you. Okay, in Merry Scottish Christmas, he was he was he was there for a minute and Lacey Chabert, who's in a lot of movies with him, is like he's not the love interest. He's just there. And she has this like really limp, wet sock of a love interest in that movie. <laughs> and then she sees Will Kemp. She sees Thomas. It, that's his name in that movie. And she's mm-hmm. like, don't I know you? And he's like, no, but I get that a lot. And then she's just like, oh, okay. And apparently that's just like a nod to people who know him from other Hallmark movies. And then, um, and then they go on to have the most sparkling chemistry. And then he's just so, hot and there's just so much like oh my god he's just like and he he's like he's staring her dead in the eyes and you're just like <laughs> you think that they're just gonna you think that the movie's just gonna run away with them and instead it's just like he's gone and no one even mentions him for the rest of the movie except for me yeah for the rest of my life did. yes <laughs> I, I mean I, there were moments here where i i think for literally for the first time ever watching a hallmark movie i was genuinely stirred you know i i was just like God, this is so hot. He is so hot. Well, to quote our text messages earlier from Emily, Emily said, I've never disliked a main character so much. And I said, my Thomas. And you said, to because I obviously loved him in the other movie. You said, well, maybe his character is less average. Peter Pan man fails upward in the other. You're going to spoil my title. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, I'll save it. I'll save it. Okay, let me get a theme song. <laughs> Well, welcome to Nameless Best Friends. I'm Paige. I'm Beth. And who's that? I'm Emily. Oh, we know she's Emily. My real best friend. Yes, and she has a name. <laughs> she has a real name. Um, <laughs> Emily is my best friend since we were six years old, 
and our mom set us up on a play date and it worked. After and after you ran into each other at the doctor's, the dentist's office, was her name? Yes. Her name was Elaine something. Wong? Is that our origin I wanted story to say that Wong. we met yeah, at the dentist's office? Well, you met, at, you met at Butler Montessori <laughs> and then you ran into each other at the dentist's office. Talk about a like, meet cute. She's a nice girl. <laughs> and... Yeah, and then we talked about getting you on a play date. So that it is kind of, it is your origin story. Because you oh. weren't in the same class at Butler. No. No, no. You were next door. <laughs> yeah. And then our friendship progressed and I was the mature one. So <laughs> I always had to be the babysitter when we played like make-believe games. So I had to chase mm-hmm. all of my friends around <laughs> trying true. to get them to like listen. Yeah, it was really fun oh. for me. <laughs> It's true. Um, we played, we watched, I, I, one of the games that I remember playing the most when we were little was we watched the movie A Little Princess a lot. Do you remember playing that game a lot where we would just, we would play A Little Princess, which was, I don't know why that came to mind just now, but like, <laughs> which is about like an orphan, like a, an orphanage. <laughs> yeah. And we would well, yeah. play that. And then, like, I don't, I think I just played the the mean one and then you played like the, the sad orphan. Yeah, that sounds right. No, the one I remember is us uh, playing on the porch and pretending that we were waitresses and oh, yeah. the, uh, yes. and the tree was our boss and we were like yeah. taking leaves and we were like delivering orders and it was always very busy. Miss Maple, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was in training apparently for a future in the service industry. Yeah, you had aim high. <laughs> and so Emily and I spent a lot of time, I mean- really just partners in boy crazy, I would say, because we, since since we were children together and then became teenagers together, it was really like, we would just watch every movie on loop. And it's so funny because a lot of the movies, like, okay, a lot of them were normal teenage girls, like swoony movies. Like we watched A Knight's Tale a lot. And what were some (laughs) other, like, we watched a lot of like rom-coms. I, I have a terrible memory. Don't ask me. You're the one that remembers everything. <laughs> well, we watched a lot of rom-coms, but mostly what we watched was like, we watched Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean and a bunch of, and then anything yes, that any did. of those people were in. So we watched like any Johnny Depp movie, like mm-hmm. we watched Shock a lot and anything that Orlando Bloom was in because we had so many, like we just had such crushes on like, ugh. but anything swoon worthy, we were just, we would just love, we loved a romance. But mostly it was just like we were just obsessed with the leading men in things. And we would just watch movies over and over and over again because we were obsessed with it. Because I'm sorry, but like, it's, it's sorry, Tolkien, who doesn't need our approval. <laughs> it wasn't really about the ring for us, I don't think, so much as um, we weren't well, there wasn't. for Gimli. Let me just say that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I am obsessed <laughs> with Gimli. <laughs> but I am the Tolkien nerd between the two of us, for sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't remember that the poster on your wall was of Gimli. <laughs> you're right. It was It was of Legolas, but whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. just, yeah okay. Yeah, sure. Skip that. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Called out. All right. So what are we here today to discuss? So today we're here to discuss a movie that we don't, foresee having maybe posters on our wall of but no. <laughs> definitely into it though Paige I think Paige will <laughs> uh, a not so royal Christmas so what's it about mommy tabloid journalist Charlotte attempts to land an interview with a reclusive count in re- <laughs> it's 
stop shaking Millie's already head, shaking her head. In response, the royal family has a groundskeeper pose as the count to keep the re- since the real one fled years ago. Okay, only four years ago. Don't make it sound like yeah. he just something Wasn't mysterious happened. It's not Anastasia. Yeah. I know that is that that it, they do like the picture looks like it's from 1960. Okay, carry on. That's it. That's it. Oh. Starring Will Kemp and oh. uh, God, I don't have her first name. Her last name is Dorsey. We'll Wait. we'll get. D- I I have D- a note here. Oh, sorry. S A Y. Okay, go ahead. I was gonna say I have a note here that says that they haven't seen him since he was a teenager because my note says, "Are we sure he's not dead? Is this a mystery?" Oh, I know. (laughs) Richie, Richie was there for some of the movie this morning and he was just like, count's dead. Count never, count never existed. Count's dead. (laughs) Like that was his theory. No, count went off and fell in love with Florida woman. Fell in love with Florida woman at Daytona. At Daytona. And it, I think they said four years ago. (laughs) Oh my God. Which I thought was extremely funny. Oh Lord. But also it gives you a big picture of him. In fact, he's probably in another movie, you know, like recently divorced Count. Yeah, he's in in Spring Breakers. He's hanging out with James Franco in Spring Breakers. But Mm. okay, so did everybody come up with titles? Beth, I know you did because I I never never see each other's titles, but I happened to see your title today by accident. And it happened to be the same one I came up with. So what was your title, Mommy? I I actually tried to obscure it even, but then I was like, fuck this. Uh, my, My title is The Count Diaries. Yep. That was the same one I came up with, but luckily I had backups. <laughs> or my fair man. <laughs> oh my God. Emily? Okay. Well, the first one I came up with was the worst of the worst royal Christmas movies, but then I decided. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You're incorrect about <laughs> this. Listen, I watched, I don't watch a lot of Hallmark movies, sorry, but I do, I did watch a lot of blue, like, royal themed Christmas movies last year, and this, this definitely ranks at the bottom oh my for God. me, but then I, I just thought, I decided that was too negative, so I okay. went with, <laughs> I went with a uh, man with Peter Pan syndrome fails upwards and realizes that being an adult with commitments has merit, so you two are What the a writers. magical title. <laughs> yeah, spin that one and make it shorter. And- Did you see oh the Princess Switch movies? Yes, maybe. Okay, Will Kemp was in the Princess Switch 3. <laughs> oh. I found out today. Okay, Paige, what did you come up with? Countdown to Christmas. <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty good. That's a good one. See, you're hard to beat. It's not fair that you keep making me do this and then you show me up. <laughs> I don't always come up with winners. I <sighs> advance calendar for letters to Santa was not a winner. So <laughs> um, to to just give a little context for Emily's um, perhaps title and attitude, Emily's <laughs> dating right now <laughs> and not meeting a ton of winners out there. <laughs> okay, well, sure. Throw me under the bus. <laughs> I don't think I'm throwing you under the bus. I think I'm throwing men under the bus. Okay, so okay. I think um, I think that that I can't help but think that that might inform how you feel about a movie about a man who is deceitful. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Why did you do this to me? Why did you I didn't this know one? what it was about. I didn't she know you thought saw it she was treating you. I she thought I was she was treating you, you to Will Thomas. Come. Merry to Christmas, Thomas. Emily. <laughs> wow. And so you're going to be disappointed when you find out that's your big Christmas present. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I mean – Honestly, what I should have done is have you come on twice and give you a really bad movie and then give you the gift of Thomas, but too late. 
Let's just give her a really bad one next and see if she likes it. Yeah. <laughs> she could just be contrary. It's true. So That's we true. open with an overview of Sorhagen Norden, which is a refreshing change from Cordovia or Genovia or whatever. Yeah. It is a toy train town with what I noted was an ugly mismatched palace. And I still think it is, although it is Dundurn Castle in Ontario, Canada. It was better than the one in Merry Scottish Christmas, which like it. This had what that one, what I kept saying that one didn't have, which was first of all more Thomas, and second of all, um, (laughs) (laughs) less drywall, more wood, more like looks like a castle, looks like an old building, and doesn't just have overhead. Speaking of a dentist office lighting, you know, I think that I think what you're picturing is um, the castle on Beauty and the Beast. Correct. Possibly Rapunzel. <laughs> both. Yeah. The animated ones. Yeah. So it is beautiful. It's a beautiful overview. And uh, we go in and there's a tour being conducted by the participants who want to see the elusive count. And that's when we learn that however long he's been gone, he's been gone and uh, tourism is needs him because the tourists are falling off they're they're starting to think they're never going to see him and so now this tour has only three people on it why can't you stop laughing emily (laughs) because i think this is the point that i texted you and said this might be the worst plot i've ever heard of and i'm only like five minutes in (laughs) it's so funny it's so funny Wait, why was the rumor that he lost his nose and that's why they couldn't show his face? I was like, what? Why start out with that? That's just, that's rude. Despite his face. So we start with that so, and then yeah. we switch to the TMZ offices. In, uh, uh, yeah. Oh my God. I thank God Harvey Levin did not make a guest appearance. Um, <laughs> but they are, it is indicated that, that they're in London yeah. because of all the crowded buildings, including Big Ben out the window. And uh, and uh, we're in the offices of RGE, Royal Gossip and Entertainment. Yeah. She does not work for the esteemed mag Monarch <laughs> Insider. Which doesn't quite sound. No, that killed me. <laughs> unless unless that's about butterflies. It's not. <laughs> There's there is no dignity. I mean, I do know that like in England that there obviously there is a lot of royal news that is esteemed but monarch insider i don't think there's a lot i don't think there's a lot that's esteemed there are royal reporters there are trusted royal reporters who are of course the liars on the roll of the palace yeah i guess that's what i'm that's what i mean (laughs) so like the daily mail the sun the the places that actually do report the scoop Mm -hmm. yeah they're not esteemed yeah but she's so she's pitching stuff it was also crazy because when she pitched something she was just like she was pitching what would be a crazy story. She's like, oh, so the Earl has an illegitimate child and is going to be vacationing with that, that with that other family. And they're like, see, that's good news. And I was like, that would be crazy news. And then she's like, what's even crazier is that his great grandfather did the same thing with the, and then they were like, boring. I was like, no, that is also interesting. Like the, and everybody would think that's interesting. Like that's, that was my thought too. I I literally said, uh, let her talk. Cause I was just, (laughs) I was just like, that story sounds way better than just like the, you know, latest scandal or whatever. Also, my jaw dropped when she said she hadn't had a raise in five years. I literally shouted, oh. girl, quit. Get yeah, out. I know. It was crazy. And then when she asks for a, a raise, the maybe she hasn't had a raise because she does not know how to get one. Because you don't just 
get half rejected for your idea and think now's a good time and then walk up (laughs) in the middle of the office in the middle of the day after a meeting where you didn't particularly do that well and then walk up and then just be like "Mm, i thought maybe perhaps if it would be okay that maybe i don't know maybe i could use incredibly passive language to request maybe that you could consider that i could have maybe a little bit of a raise just a quarter or something and then just like (laughs) and then he's like well no because i'm an asshole and you didn't ask nicely and i like he so he says no and she doesn't but she needs it because she indicates she's recently been broken up with and when we see her in her flat <laughs> a hand up from emily billions of dollars <laughs> i can tell you that yeah so she does need the money um but yeah you know, that doesn't that doesn't make asking for it at a bad 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 time yeah you know important so no. And so then they, then we like go, we're at the, we're back in the royal, on the royal property, property, the castle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see, we see Thomas and he's just like brushing a tree or whatever. He's. Thomas is playing Adam, a groundskeeper, like yes. his father before him. Okay. Adam's so it was confusing. Thomas. Yes. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> he goes by Adam in this one. So for some of it. So he's like, so he's like brushing a tree and then he, but it's confusing because then it's like his, the, another guy who works there comes up to him and like, he's like, Jensen. It seems, Jensen. Jen, Jensen. He's <laughs> my favorite Jensen. character. <laughs> <laughs> Nameless best friend Jensen comes up and then he's like, and then he, it, it seems like, Thomas works there and has and he's like, oh, you're back. And he's like, yeah, after being gone for 10 years in seven countries. It's like, but you work here? Like, you're a, you're a pretty young man. Like, to be gone for 10 years from a job is a pretty long time, I guess. But it's he's been back gone in from town, the town, not back at the job. Yeah, but it sounded like it was from the job at first. So I was really confused at, at first. And then that was when I figured out, oh, okay. So he, they're going to mistake him for the prince because I didn't I didn't know what this movie was going to be about at all. Mm-hmm. I thought he just was royal from the from the very few trailers that I saw because, of course, I saw him dressed up. And so, okay. So I didn't know who this man was at first. And then he goes inside and then he's like ambling around. And it's like he's like tiptoeing. But then it's like... Well, then no, you forgot that he found a, a he found a medallion oh, yes. in the snow. He's brushing off something. I don't know. The An ornament falls off the tree, picks up the ornament. He notices the medallion in the snow. Yes, which is a little bit crazy. And yeah. then he goes inside. <laughs> then he goes... No, go ahead. He, he goes home. He talks to his mom first because I have this note where he tells her that he wants to go work on the reindeer ranch. And I said, is no he commitment. Santa? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, good thinking. <laughs> and this is also where he said to his mom uh, something about he would stick around if she keeps doing his laundry or something like that. And I was like, oh. see, this is why I am single. This is why you're single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> see, mystery. I missed that line. Yeah. No, see, I caught that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's making more sense. Emily's got her eyes open for the red flags here. Yeah, yeah, you're on a different hunt than I am. <laughs> so we also see Charlotte, though, in her very expensive flat, and she has a book called Monarchs of Europe from 1066 to 1966, which it's not really leaves out some of the more interesting <laughs> monarchs of Europe. Yeah. But it's by her mother, Beth. Apparently, Beth is the name of mothers in this <laughs> Hallmark season. Mm-hmm. And it's inscribed to her from mom. And then they, they briefly show her um, her mother's biography on the inside flap. And I, I paused it 
Oh my God. And saw that her mother spends her time between Harvard in Boston and Wisconsin, where she lives with her husband and her daughter and her two cats, Anne and Mary. That is a direct <laughs> quote. Her husband and daughter are not named, <laughs> but the cats are Anne and Mary. <laughs> nameless, nameless family members. <laughs> Exactly. So that was weird. And that's when we go back to to Adam at his mother's shop and she sees the medallion and says, oh my where, God. where did you get that? And he well, said, well, I just found it. And, and she rightly says, well, you must take it back right away before they think you stole it. Right. That's right. And then he goes back. I, I think I kind of missed that, that interlude. So speaking of interludes. Yes, you that's got to his ambling. So, yeah, so I, that's then what he's, led us then he, Yeah. Sorry. So I, I missed that. I don't know how I missed that. That always happens with these movies. It's like there's so little in them. And yet somehow every single time, be it you or Jack or a guest, someone's like, oh, remember when they were all wearing fat suits? And I'm like, no, that really happened. That really happened. And I didn't know. I somehow missed that. It was like, remember they were limboing in fat suits? And the answer oh, yeah. was no, I didn't remember that. And I that was it's like, I, oh. Yeah. And I'm paying attention. I am on Topamax for my migraines. And I, like that is making me a little stupid. So maybe I'm just missing it because of that. But I think it's the movies. I don't think it's me. But anyway, so he's <laughs> ambling around the castle because apparently anybody can, which I would object to. But I have been watching The Crown and I know that did did happen at Buckingham Palace. So I well, know that was the guy in the middle of the movie. night who went to the yeah. queen's bedroom. Yes. They Which probably have crazy. better security now. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure. Did you <laughs> do you watch The Crown, Emily? Uh, it's on my list to start, but you, you know should... me. I watch things like you know ten years later, and then I text yeah, you I about know. them. Yeah. Yes, I do know. But you should watch The Crown. It's very, very good. <laughs> I okay. only um, watched the uh, the Diana years. I, I watched mm-hmm. seasons four and five, I guess. Of yeah. The Crown. They're they're all beautiful though. They're all they're all beautiful and they're all zen. They're well. They're, I remember when you were core. watching it. Yes, you called it. <laughs> Bore. Bore. I thought you called it boar porn. No, I called it boar core. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so he's walking around and he doesn't want to get caught. So he's tiptoeing. And then in order to not get caught, he decides to sit down at a loud instrument. So yeah. he starts playing the piano forte. And then she walks up. Uh, the journalist walks up and she's holding up, <laughs> holding a picture, a weathered picture that has been printed out on an HB InstaJet with, <laughs> with a sepia filter on it. Yeah. And it's a picture of a like a twelve year old boy sitting at the very same pianoforte, and she's like, "So well, it must be, be him." Makes, well, it makes most sense. <laughs> I so that is when she puts it all together, and she's like, "Hi, I'm Charlotte, and I want to interview you." And that's when everything, the whole movie, could have stopped because when what's his name, Sir Gustus, Sir Gustus. That's when Sir Gustus walks in. Please keep asking me that. I went to the trouble to find out. I missed (laughs) all the other clues. Yeah. So Sir Gustus walks in and is just like, what is going on here? You must leave. And then she's like, sorry, I just really want to have a meeting with the Count. And he's like, and that's when he could say, that's not the Count. But instead he just says, just leave instead. (laughs) And that's when she doesn't look and takes a picture behind her. Yeah. And takes a picture and it's just like, well, if you don't want this over all over the internet tomorrow, then you're going to let me have a meeting. Bye. I'm staying at this hotel. Yeah, but like, it's like, so what? Go ahead and print your picture of some guy <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Well, and I have a note that's like, wait, why is he rolling with this? Because I don't remember exactly what she said 
to him at first, but he didn't like deny it. It wasn't like, it didn't happen that fast where he didn't have a chance to interject and be like, no, I'm not the count. He kind of like, he kind of implied that he was when he like responded yeah. to her kind of in a starky way. So then when Sir Gustus said something about it being a mistaken identity, I was like, well, it's not really a mistaken identity if you just like lie to the lady for no reason. I mean, that's right. <laughs> well, he did. He, but he was just messing with her. That's what the, they right. later indicated. He was like, just purposely like, yeah, okay. Because yeah. he's just sassy he's that, that way. He's a funny guy. Oh my God. <laughs> Classic Thomas, am I right? Classic Thomas. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And so the advisor decides, well, he goes to a meeting of advisors. Okay, they they must not do much. I mean, like apparently nothing's been happening for years. I mean, well, also they seem to be they seem to be royal advisors of a town, not a country for one thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think he is the count of the town. I don't yeah. know. Every time they said count, count, count. At, I, first I thought this was the Duke Diaries. I said, yes. every time they said count, all I could picture was, of course, the Muppet. And then that wonderful <laughs> oh, video where he's singing the song about counting, only they beep out every time he says counting, and it just gets more and more hilarious. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> no. <gasps> it's gold. Sesame Street count song. Look at Oh, I'll send it to you. It's Okay hysterical we'll because it. of course we'll include it on instagram all the all the bleeping indicates something well, else that's so wikipedia funny. says that uh, count is a historical title of nobility in certain european countries va- varying in relative status generally of middling rank in the hierarchy of nobility uh-huh the so where, what about face, duke the Does look duke on your face is like rank? You don't believe anything that has to do with this movie. You're like, (laughs) allegedly. Yeah, you're like, you're putting a hard asterisk on everything to do with this film. (laughs) Supposedly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I did say it that way on purpose. I don't want anybody to think I pronounce it supposedly. It's just my (laughs) nod to to Chandler Bing. Yes, exactly. Uh, Yeah, I know. So, uh, so they, they do, the advisors get together. They decide, well, this is a good idea. Let's just have this nobody that we know nothing yeah, about like, well, let's this go makes ahead and the have most him. sense i think i guess this makes the most sense yeah so it's- they decide okay we'll give her an interview i do see like some merit because the condition is no pictures so if they can convince this reporter from monarch insider or whatever it was called that that's what they think she's from then uh, then maybe that'll shut people up or but keep also, them coming or point, something. At this point, we didn't know. So, yeah, they're desperate to have, like, people come keep visiting the castle because, like, they broke as a joke, I guess. And then they, like, all I could think was whatever's really going on with the Count, because at one point the people at TMZ were suggesting that it might be the nose thing or a skin rash. I'm like, that skin rash better, better be pretty bad because they really don't want people to meet this Count. But it's like they are not. Well, the count is now Florida man. He's probably the guy that went into the Seven Eleven with the alligator. Yeah. Well, we don't know that yet. So we, or at this point in the movie, we didn't, we didn't know that yet. And so, yeah, we didn't know what was going on with the count at that point. But yeah, they're just like, oh, I guess, yeah, like I guess we should just go with this idea. And all I could think was just like it makes no sense. Yeah, I guess at this point it kind of made some sense to just be like, okay, let's just shut this one reporter up. And just like have her like get him to just say some mouthpiece stuff that we just like the same stuff we say in press releases. Okay. Yeah. 
that bar that part made sense. That is the last thing that makes sense in this movie. But yeah. I do, yeah, I still like it. I'm not I'm not pulling an Emily over here. I still like it, but so they hey. do they they <laughs> they find Charlotte at the B and B because again, small town. And and I, yeah, honestly, I would not mind being the princess of a small town. <laughs> I yeah, just, whatever, whatever that means. Yeah, exactly. I, I just want a title. Um, and so they bring her back to interview with him with uh, Sir Gustus looming overhead. Well, yeah, uh, he's like he's like it'll be a heavily rehearsed. It'll be a heavily rehearsed interview that they go on to have clearly not rehearsed because everything he says, he's like, oh, it, no, what? Well, know. when she meets him, though, she curtsies <laughs> awkwardly, and then he just gives her a, a little look and raises his eyebrow, and I fell madly in love. So fucking hot. I'm sure that at this point, Emily had rolled her eyes so much, she <laughs> she, she got dizzy and fell over. <laughs> okay, wait, we skipped the part where he's prepping uh, the fake uh, count, and oh, uh, yes. he's, like, sitting on the chair, and he's, like, man spread it out, and I was oh. like, oh my god, the man spreading. Oh uh, also, I loved, I loved the part where they were, like, and he threw out the... Uh, the medallion out of the window and it was never seen again. It was just like laying on the yeah. grass. And even Adam was like, well, that, that's weird. It was just like laying on the grass. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, have they never heard of metal? Like they didn't look very hard for this thing. Right. Exactly. You never, like if you mowed the lawn once. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I was just thinking of it. Was this like the locusts, the 17 year locusts pushed it back up right before? I don't, it's not. No, it was stupid. Yeah, it makes no sense. And I could have made that make a little bit more sense. He could have he could have seen it like snarled up in the tree. I was that would have made snarled more up sense. in the tree would have been fine because people aren't reaching deep into a tree. Yeah, but no, there it is lying atop Although, the snow. Although even still, in a place like that where you're having a lot of people pruning trees, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, but also, but so, also yeah. So that was when I that was when I decided to name it the Count Diaries too because it was very much the like. It also makes me want to watch The Princess Diaries again because I, d- I did watch that again pretty recently. Really? Yeah. Oh, one of those middle of the night ideas. It's a perfect in Poland. You know how it goes. <laughs> but while they're <laughs> doing one, the interview, that's he one we said watched a lot. I feel like he he slipped and said something about you know going sledding with his father, and I, I thought that was curious because she goes, I, d- I didn't know counts go sledding, which. I thought it was stupid comment number one. And then Sir yeah. Augustus is like, they normally don't. Which is <laughs> stupid comment number two. Yeah. If you're like royalty in a famously snowy, presumably ski country. Yeah. Probably. And you're a child. I, I mean. With freedom. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. So I, that took, was I a, took a video of that scene for the Instagram because I thought it was crazy. Because yeah, it, it was, was just like. Oh, yeah, it didn't because she when when he says that they put this like singularity on it where she's like she looks at him and like there's this real like there's a real intensity around the scene where she's just like oh uh, like like even she notices that it seems like a slip up and it's like I don't think that it seems that impactful or important like it's not just like whoa that seems pretty inconsistent with the count we all know about I know in case unless he you know famously didn't have a father that was no red flag at all because he mentioned because he mentioned his dad yeah <laughs> exactly yeah no not a red flag Mm-mm. no so then we move on and then the next scene adam and jensen oh, well, no because that was when because then she says oh so you're kind of a christmas guy basically and then oh, right, she's just right. like i have an idea what if i do a <laughs> stop rolling your eyes i did it <laughs> 
<laughs> so she's like, so you're kind of a Christmas guy. And so she's like, why don't we do a de- an in-depth Christmas um, uh, expose, basically, for the next couple of weeks. And I'll stay. And that makes perfect sense. And we can just like, and, and, I'll j- and we'll do like a deep dive on what the count does before Christmas because you love Christmas so much. And then for some uh, unknown reason... He thinks that like he gets his wits about him enough to be like, I think that's a great idea. Like what the balls on him to just be like, yeah, sure. I mean, crazy. But and then Sir Gustus is like, no, I don't think that would be necessary. And then the fake count is just like, no, 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 we're doing it. And so then (laughs) Sir Gustus is like has to go back to the the table of assholes and be like, so this is what it turns out we're doing. The civilian said so. (laughs) See, he fails upward. I just don't understand how he got himself <laughs> into this position. <sighs> Chutzpah. Well, I would All rather guts. have a man who fails upward than downward. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, also, Jensen is a lovely character and highly, I just, I think we should give more love to Jensen. He is he's cute. my favorite part. Yeah, he's, he's adorable. Yeah. He is cute. Yeah. So, uh, we should so nominate he is him for with? Nameless Best Friends. For the, oh, yeah. or, or we should nominate him for the Nameless Best Friend Award. Okay. Make, make a note, <laughs> Jensen. Uh, so Adam and Jensen are in a bar. And Adam sees Charlotte. Which, okay, this worked. This worked. Like, I was suspending my disbelief. And he freaks out. He's like, he doesn't want to be seen. He's trying to mess up his hair. He's got his glasses on. Which they do address. He tries to run away. Runs into somebody. Creates a scene. Which I can absolutely see doing myself. And... She comes over, of course. Yeah. And she's like, what are you, Superman? You look the same with his glasses on. So I thought that was like really good. That was really. And then she also later said something like, well, I hardly recognize you without your glasses. So it was was clever. Yeah. My biggest problem with this scene, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but I did just return from Ireland. And in this case, I get to say also (laughs) that Emily also just returned from Ireland not too long ago. A year ago, but yeah, Whatever, sure. Not too long ago. And we, we did not go together, but we both went to Ireland and went to a lot of the same places. And didn't didn't the pub scene at least make you just want to go back to hang out in pubs in the UK, though? It did. It really did. And I actually, that line in particular about, he's like, what are you, Clark Kent? I, that made me chuckle. Oh, that was mm-hmm. cute. I don't it know if I've cute. mentioned this before, but uh, I went to college in London. <laughs> and and I, I, too, wanted to go hang out in a pub. It's true. <laughs> and my only problem was that they were drinking Guinness out of a bottle, which just was like, what? No. But yeah. Also, this was the only thing around here, too, that I was thinking was like, yeah, I liked that she ran into him there. It made sense. I don't know what the fuck she ordered from the bar, though, because she was given like a juice glass of yellow liquid. <laughs> and I, like as a bartender, I'll I have, have the no- urine sample. Yeah. <laughs> As a bartender, I have no clue what that would be because it was three quarters full and not on the on the rocks. So it's not cider because it would have been filled to the top and have had head on it. It was not. Uh, it wasn't a cocktail because it would have had ice in it. It was not wine. Well, unless it, it could have been wine, but that's the. But it, I, I'm I'm assuming it was wine. I guess is what I'm it assuming. is. Europe. It could have been something that should have had ice but didn't. Not. It wouldn't have been a cocktail. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been. No. So anyway, it also kind of made me realize this is kind of the plot of the ivy tree in a way. Like, uh, we, it's like it's missing a lot of it, but it's like the we need you to pretend to be this person. And if this was a really good movie, 
he could have been. Don't tell. I think we should write that into a screenplay. The Ivy yeah. Tree is a book by Mary Stewart from the 60s, and it is wonderful. Yeah. It also was just made me think this like this. One of the reasons that they went through with this 15 minute interview was because they were like, this will shut everybody up. No, it won't. A 15-minute interview is going to fuel three more decades of questions about the count. And I know that they also want to get people... It's like they want to get people in the castle, and they also want people to shut up about the count. It's like, you can't have it both ways. No, so it doesn't really make can't. any sense. And they it's clearly a small town. Heard, they clearly haven't heard of Reddit either. It's like that 15 minutes is just going to like send yeah. out the Reddit sleuths into the castle to try to you know figure yes. out where the heck the count is so I and if they you. had just let and if they had just let one person if they had just let that picture come out they wouldn't have even needed a private detective or a detective or even journalists to figure it out speaking of reddit they let that picture out one person on reddit by dawn would have been like his mom lives in town that guy's just a guy yep yep <laughs> like, and like one of the pe- many of the people who've known him over the last seven countries would have been like that's not the count Right. <laughs> or right. or if it, this and also if the count because at this point we do know that the that the real count fell in love with Brandy and Daytona or whatever. <laughs> Brandy with the I. Yes, Brandy with an I in Daytona and Daytona and at spring break and has not like I don't I don't know where he is now, but it's like it sounds like look, if you are if you are a count who gave up your title and fell in love with Brandy and Daytona at spring break, it doesn't sound like you're that Conspic- like it doesn't sound like you're that secretive and you're that on the down low. I don't think Daytona Spring Break give up title down low. You know, I think I think he is currently drunk in a bar in the Keys in, somewhere, arguing about you know the God. best president ever and <laughs> whether or not you really need to leave town for a hurricane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, so then they're playing Christmas Shuffleboard, yep. which I immediately was like, what's At a different bar where they leave. They go to another pub. No, they don't. She's, oh, no, I thought she- No, no, because he run, they, so, uh, so he, they run into each other because he r- collides into the server and then is just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then he, and then she comes over and then she's like, hey, I was thinking, <laughs> which is like immediately runs into him and was already has been thinking. I was thinking we could start the interview right now. There's Christmas shuffleboard over in the corner. And then they oh, okay. cut all the way to a pic, to a, to a shot. <laughs> Emily's shaking her head. Immediately cut to a shot of people playing shuffleboard in the corner. And she's like, and I thought we could go over there and I could just ask you some questions. And then they do that. And then they are playing whatever Christmas shuffleboard is. And then they call it whatever they called it. They called it the Dutch version of shuffleboard. And I didn't write it down, but it just made me want to play shuffleboard. Yeah. But it's not Christmas shuffleboard. It's just shuffleboard, but there's like Christmas trees painted on it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't get that either. (laughs) But there they are. And she does make something about... She made a comment like, oh, I knew there had to be a reason for your terrible, cheap clothes and ragged appearance. Which was kind of funny because she kept insulting him with that. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next thing we know, he's showing her around the palace grounds. Which he... (laughs) Where they find a gnome. Or... Yeah. It's... This is funny too, though. Such a, we I know. Need to do, another one of the besties we need to do is going to have to be best gnome or troll because there are so many gnomes and trolls this season too. Well, this is Anissa 
And he says it's totally different from a, from a gnome. So I looked it up, and Anisa is a mythological creature from Nordic folklore, today typically associated with the winter solstice and Christmas season. They are generally described as being short, having long white beard, and wearing a conical or knit hat in gray, red, or some other bright color. So as you can hear, it is very different from a yeah, gnome. Yeah, it sounds nothing like a troll or a gnome. <laughs> so... Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, we could maybe we could do best decor under ten inches tall or something. Then we could include <laughs> Less the haul out the holly initial uh, nutcracker. Best under one foot tall creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so that was. I thought that was kind of interesting though, because that actually is a a, a folklore that goes throughout Scandinavia. No, none of the countries. Um, claim it in particular so to, to put it in their made-up country really yeah. works um so i and i did i enjoyed when he so next thing you know he's waking up in the in the castle and having salmon for breakfast which my adam would love i think it's revolting but he's i there's an indication that he's kind of in it for the food and i thought that's cute i loved that too i love oh. that he was just taking advantage he was cashing in on that that bed and breakfast angle he yeah which is cute I loved that. So do you have anything? I Did something happen between that and I have suddenly she's in a royal meeting? Well, also a reminder, Emily, that the, the microphone can't hear you nodding because there are some <laughs> things there are some things here that you seem to like or agree with. <laughs> and no one will never know. But us. <laughs> Listen, uh, I think we forgot to tell people at the beginning of this that uh, unlike Allison and some of your other guests, I actually have no media training, have never been on a podcast before. So just a reminder, the microphone can hear you. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you might not know this, but the microphone cannot hear you nod. T- <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> No, I was just nodding along about the about the gnome because I loved I I googled it too because I remember reading something similar in Icelandic folklore when I was prepping to go to Iceland and um I just you know you know me love when they include some some mythological creatures yeah some, yeah. some local yeah. lore and stuff like yeah. that I, I I like that too it and grounds. as established like you love Gimli apparently so. I do. She probably Apparently has a poster of him now. Secretly always. <laughs> if, always in it for Gimli. Christmas gift idea, please. <laughs> a poster of Gimli. And send no. four thumbtacks. I'm sure that'll match your current aesthetic. The only the only thing I have that after this part is just this is a spectacularly bad plan, but I don't remember exactly what I was referencing. Um, All of it. And All just, of it. And then just the gossip columnist just casually agreeing with the count at the at a seat at the table at that royal meeting where she's like, yeah, let's do what the count says. I'm like, why are you sitting oh, at that table? You would be like, uh, yeah. standing behind the table, just like taking notes quietly, probably. Yeah. If you're even in there, which I don't think she should have been, but this is when pretty he, inappropriate. he took the chance. And again, I, they could, they could have even hit this a little bit harder, but I got it. And I liked it where he's, he's, he wants, he's trying to work Shop in the interest local. of, yeah, of of the town. So he says, "Why are you outsourcing basically the the royal candles and the the royal food baking and yada yada yada?" He's like, "Let's keep it local. Let's let's use our local artisans." And I like the butcher, that the baker, personally. the candlestick maker. Why not go with our locals? Yes, yes, but they say no, 
And he says, all right, tradition wins for now. Yeah. And so, and she like, she agrees with that, which I mean, it does make most sense. It also reminded me of when I was uh, the beverage director at I, I will uh, a hotel I will remain <laughs> that will remain nameless um, at a big city. And I wanted to get DC. everything. Yes. Okay. <laughs> a famous political hangout. Okay. Go on. <laughs> and I wanted to get everything. I wanted to get everything local. And one of the reasons that I left was because it wasn't working out to like, I was like, why is our, why is our entire rail, you know, beef eater and, you know, beef eater and maker's mark and things like that. Like I understand why in theory, and I've done a lot of, I had done a lot of ordering and I understood quantity discounts and everything, but that hotel had a lot of money. And it was like, why are we not, everything should have been local and everything should have been like, let's get more like women owned you know, distilleries. There were so many and everything. And there were so mm-hmm. many places around us that would have cut us a deal and everything. But so I understood where he was coming from with the whole shop local. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very funny angle that he was coming from. Well, and like you, he was shot down. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so then. That is when that is right before I learned what a Tannenbaum was. I don't know if anybody else was learning what a Tannenbaum was for the first. Uh, yeah, I was shocked Christmas by that. Tree. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know nope. that? Yeah, oh, nope. you didn't. How do you not know that? <laughs> oh, oh Tannenbaum. Tannenbaum is the German name for oh Christmas tree. Okay, or, hmm. well, rather vice versa. It was originally a German hymn. Well, whatever he, whatever the German hymn is doing, I just I Who raised you people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've established. Oh, my poor oh. German grandmother rolling over in her grave. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, That's no. right. Oh, That's Sorry, right. Your dad's mom. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's shame on you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. (laughs) Terrible. I didn't know. Well, okay, but so, yeah, because she's like, oh, before I go, could you, could I see the Royal Tannenbaum? And then he's like, uh, what? Because what and then that was when i googled it and then he she's like i think it's in the east wing which this girl does know a whole hell of a lot about this obscure country's royalty i wonder what she knows about you know the windsors but she doesn't have any idea what he looks like (laughs) she only has one one printed out picture well her the, the book she's memorized by her mother though does only go to 1966 yeah, which is not helpful. So <laughs> well, maybe yeah. So that's why she knows maybe up to that point. Yeah. So then he leads her to where it is, and then she calls it stunning, and it's butt ugly. I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry to use such technical tree. terms. <laughs> it's so small. It's, it's so, so 
It's so underwhelming. I mean, it was just okay. And it was just decorated in like extremely average Christmas decorations that looked like nothing. And then she pulls out, <laughs> she pulls off one particularly hideous ornament. And it's just the like. The ruby heart or the ruby something. Heart. It's beautiful. And then. And just worth a lot of money. Oh, and it's, yes. Yeah. And that was when it really occurred to me that he shouldn't be allowed to just walk around by himself. And that if like, because okay, here's the thing, if he was really the count and if he was really not the count, they would just be bringing him in and then taking him away under either circumstance. They wouldn't just be like, see ya, bud. They would under <laughs> no circumstances, because if there's like a hundred thousand dollar ornament, they just wouldn't be doing that. Um, yeah. And that was when we learned a uh, dead parent alert for everybody. I mean, just everybody's got a dead parent in the room. And then, you if know, that's going to both- trigger you. You can't watch Hallmark. I know. <laughs> Absolutely. But they're both they're both the with two of the things they have in common to, with each other is that they're both lying to each other and they both have dead parents. Yeah. And Yay, that- trauma bonding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then. Yeah, and then my next note is just about him sitting around in a robe eating and drinking. <laughs> Which was adorable. Yeah. Because it was him. Uh, and then they go to a wreath lighting in town, and there was a beautiful version of Coventry Claire Carol playing. I wanted to know how I could find the whole recording, but I do not know. You just got to Shazam it. You just ask Siri, what song is this? What song is this? And then it'll- oh, I forgot to do that. Yeah, I will have to do that. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. And then there was also a wreath that was less beautiful. <laughs> I mean, I do I do appreciate that we're all using LED lights now, but LED lights are not perfect yet. They hurt my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Me yeah they, they really hurt my eyes. Some people are sensitive to the pulses. You, the, they perceive the pulses. I don't. Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. You don't? If I look at them, I'm like... No, I don't. Do you see them, Emily? Yeah, I see the pulses. Yeah. Does that mean our eyes are better or worse? I think that that's probably. <laughs> Am I better or worse than you? Better, probably that's probably a better or more perceptive or something. It's uh, it's less lucky, I would say, because <laughs> <laughs> living must drive you insane. Whereas yeah. I don't have a problem with it. Adam's father does too. So it's I, horrible. It, Last year, I got some LEDs and I went to go wrap them outside on the like on the balcony, and it was just like it was like being at a disco. It was horrible. I couldn't stand it. But what I don't like is that they're uh, they tend to be. Very cold light. They're even, green even when they try to. Yeah, they they have a very green cast. So that's that was a big problem with also because then Jack uh, and and his friend were wrapping the Christmas tree. They came over and wrap and put the Christmas lights on my Christmas tree. And then I was like, ah, his friend and has then, a name. <laughs> he's a nameless best friend. And then I went to go turn off the lights and was like, oh, it's so fucking bad. And then I I, I had to take them all off and buy colored Christmas lights instead because. That looked so much better. I was like, it was just like, I mean, it has, I think it has something to do with the fact that my awful landlord has painted my walls a disgusting, awful white that brings out the green in any light that you put next to oh, it. I hate it so much. I hate, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So they're still, they're still at the lighting. <laughs> they're at the wreath lighting. Beautiful version of Coventry Carol, which I will find out about. And her editor snaps a picture of her with the count. 
And oh yeah, this is after their long walk and talk. Every Hallmark yes. movie that doesn't have anything else that it has to say has a long walk and talk where it's just like, mm, this dad parent, has, what are you? Oh wow, that's so interesting. And then <laughs> it it always ends with a, I have to tell you something. Interruption. Paige, did you catch the the line that he gave her where I I literally heard your voice in my head when I giggled at it? of you saying like only you would fall for that line and it was when he was like your eyes get that special kind of sparkly when you go all historical or something oh like that <laughs> i was like okay I that did. was cute <laughs> i did not hear it oh my god well so they he oh yeah that's also up, that's, sorry that's also something that's happening throughout this movie is that she's just been like dropping a bunch of historical things throughout the throughout the plot she's just been like She's like royal, 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 but also history, which I thought was an interesting twist. They didn't, mm-hmm. they didn't maybe do everything they could with it. On probably, probably her editor is right. Most people don't give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah. But it was interesting that her aspirations were um, more academic and less mm-hmm. gossip. Mm-hmm. So uh, her editor, on the other hand, his are are pure TMZ, and he snaps yeah. a picture of them. It's a headline the next day, and my note is, James Earl Jones is furious. <laughs> that is when I later found out that Sir Gustus is his name. Yes. He, looked, <laughs> he was the same, you know, sort of physically shape, uh, you know, as, as James Earl Jones in the 80s, to my, yeah. to my mind. Yes. Uh, so he, he says, the king <laughs> wants to talk to him on the phone. Yeah. So he goes over and he picks up the phone receiver and he says, your, your uncle highness, which I thought was cute. <laughs> and, and immediately the uncle, of course, knows that, that this, he's not, this is not his nephew. Right. And so thank God we don't have to go through that charade. Yeah. Cause that's why I, I had that note too. I was like, so wait, is the king not going to know or what? And I was really glad that we didn't have to go through that whole thing too. It gets more dubious when it does. They do seem to indicate that the king is ready to go through with this, you know, fake you know, put him out there as the count, but we don't get it. That never a, actually happens. So has that has that like idea been pitched yet in the in the movie? Because that's when things start to go crazy. Because that's when like they're starting to be like, yeah, okay, like, oh no, I guess it does happen when he when it, it happens comes right out. here. The uncle says yeah. it's okay with him making a formal statement as the count. Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm sorry, once the family gets behind idea. it. Yeah. Once the family is like, okay, yeah, let's have him go out as the actual count. It's like, oh my God, like anybody from the royal family in England says anything when they're mm-hmm. acting like this family matters as much as that. So right. let's go with that. Yeah. Anybody from that family says anything. And it's like everybody rolls with it. Meghan Markle says anything and everyone just like destroys her forever. If there had been a count who had not been seen for decades because, <laughs> because of maybe his nose is gone or because he's got a skin rash or who knows what. Or for four years. Or for four years, right. Yeah, for four years he hasn't been heard from. And I like, mean, that medallion cared. would not have lay atop the snow for decades, Paige. Four years, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But that's on. the thing. So if it's like, if, if people, if that, people would have cared. People would, this, it would not just shut people up. And then once it inevitably came out, then the family would look insane. Yeah. Well, and it's not just about whether or not you know what the count looks like. It, as would. you mentioned earlier, it was there are a lot of people who know who this guy really is. It's not just about whether or not 
he can yeah. pass as somebody who hasn't been seen for four to 40 years. It's, you know, he's, yeah, he's lived in seven different countries, worked in seven different countries yeah. Yeah, in the last few 10 things years. We know about him is that he has met people in seven countries worth of people. Like that is a lot of people in a lot of places globally to get, get to get this news and to be like, I know that guy. I yeah, mean, I exactly. guess they could perceive him as being like, oh, that was actually the the count the entire time. And yeah, well, but that's you're just stretching them. it. They, they they do they do go with that a little bit here, which I thought worked. Like, oh, so you were just pretending to be every man, on, and I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. To which I was like, oh yeah, that could sure yeah that works. But no, yeah. I mean that's extrapolating out too much. People would be like, no, I you know yeah. this guy and I camped together, and you know whatever. Yeah. What were we going to well, say, Emily? Not, taking care not of reindeer. to mention, it's like, yeah, taking care of reindeer. Not to mention, it's a super small town. Like, his mom is the town, like, baker and mm-hmm. seems to know a lot of people. So, like, as soon as he stepped out there, wouldn't they all be like, Adam, what you yeah. doing up there, buddy? Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, yeah. I hadn't even considered what the locals would think. And they'd just be like, yeah, they would just be like, Adam, Adam, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Adam, you owe me fifteen dollars. <laughs> exactly. I hadn't even considered the fact that there, yeah, there's like a, it's a population of thirteen hundred people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a lot fewer people than it sounds like. Even. Yeah. 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 So oh God, they do. They do go and see the Northern Lights, which I would like to do, and it is a, also the the season of Northern Lights. Oh my God! I know best I Northern know. Lights. But this is interesting because she says the you know she says the first reference to the Northern Lights was from the cave paintings thirty thousand years ago. So I looked it up. No, <laughs> not quite. The earliest depiction of the Aurora Borealis may have been a Cro-Magnon cave painting dated to thirty thousand BC. So we do not live in the year zero, lazy writer. <laughs> this would have been thirty-two thousand three hundred years, <laughs> whatever. Oh so, and the oldest known record, written record of the Aurora was in a Chinese legend written around 2600 BC. So that, oh, that's, that that's is, interesting. That, that was, I thought it was interesting. I'm try, trying to add a little bit uh, of, uh, of legit history as I think that Charlotte would <laughs> like for me to. That's very true. Is we it, missed the part where they were baking with his I was mom, just going to say that. And he picked up a whisk and she was very impressed by his whisking. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. They were making his mom's krumkaka, which is it's also the 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 year of krumkaka. Whiskey business. This is when he says she's Whiskey like, oh, business. did you study? Did you study baking in college? And he says something like that. And it made me think, oh, my God, with that line and things like if somebody ever said if I said something to somebody and then they said something like that to me, I'd be like, OK, what? 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 So you're lying to me. What's yeah. like what, that? What do you mean something like that? What is the something that it is like? Yeah. What the? I just hate that. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have another near kiss interrupted by Jensen. I did like the near kisses. They did a good job with those. Mm-hmm. That's because he looks like a good kisser, as is also demonstrated in the five-minute YouTube <laughs> montage that you sent me that we both interrupted the movie to watch. <laughs> I was just him kissing. I was looking for Will Kemp dancing, and I classically trained dancer. So yeah, he he danced with the Royal Ballet. So I was looking for that. Yeah, it's very cool. And um, but when I entered 
Will Kemp into the search bar on YouTube, the first thing that came up was Will Kemp kissing. So I guess Paige is not the only psycho out there. And I was like, well, I would see this. And he's, I just think he's very hot. He is really appealing. Ugh, I just love him. So he is struggling with her you thinking say, that Also, he's I just want to say, Emily, you're, <laughs> you're, say, you're just over here acting like you're not like obsessed with like a Dermot Kennedy, for example. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I am so obsessed with Dermot Kennedy. But wow, this, that brought her this, alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Did somebody no, say but, DK? <laughs> Who is that? It's a singer. Ask Emily. Sorry, I don't even know why I'm asking. <laughs> oh, he's just a, he's a singer from Ireland. He's very talented. What's his last name? Kennedy. Um, oh, I've heard, I've heard that name before somewhere. <laughs> uh, Dermot yeah, would be the from, weirder part. <laughs> uh, I was going to say something. I, you totally threw me oh. off track with Dermot. I know. Sorry. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just, of course, you do go boy crazy for some people. Just yeah, yeah. Thomas. No, no. It's just, this was not the right introduction. <laughs> to, you should have had me watch Thomas first because this. I almost had you watch the, the scene of Thomas before watching the movie. I really should have. Yeah. 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 Well, it's never too late. I, I just also. Now, now I don't know that that'll work. <laughs> uh, okay. I am open to him being. A different, uh, a different character in a different mu- movie. People can change. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they're eating the fancy rice pudding. His mother told Charlotte that Adam loves. Is that the and one that comes with a with a magical choking hazard? And if you find the choking <laughs> hazard, you win a prize. <laughs> if you don't choke on the almond, you're lucky. <laughs> or break a tooth. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The prize is that you don't die. Yeah. Every. <laughs> Every day I don't choke on an almond, I do count myself lucky. Agreed. Today's my lucky day. <laughs> so uh, the advisor comes in demanding that get her out of here at once, which I just ear- irked me. Because even if he's right, it's it's like he, he shouldn't be talking to the count that way. Yeah. Um, but it is because uh, <laughs> it's because there's a her story. God. It's in, in a in a twist we've never seen before. Her editor runs with her story, changes it, and publishes it so that she appears to have been there to expose him the entire time. This is the platonic so ideal Hallmark movie. It has everything. It has dead parents. It has not just one, but both of them lying to each other about who they are yeah. so that they can both discover each other's lying. It has the the boss who goes behind the heroine's back so that it's not even her fault when her lie is exposed. It has the, the heroine who has aspirations of being a real journalist, you know, or having, you know, having a real job, like it's discrediting a job that is still a real job. Like it has everything, every hallmark of a hallmark movie. (laughs) Yes. 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 Only it, it also has the humor that comes with him. So he's getting dressed and talking about how he, he can't believe that she'd betray him and says, and then, if I were the real count, I'd feel hurt and betrayed. And Jensen is, is like, but you're not. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I'm just so I'm just a regular bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, so she yeah, at this point, she doesn't know that he's lying to her, though. So she goes over to the bakery and somehow knocks over, coincidentally, pictures of him. <laughs> Only one of which are easily identifiable as him. So that really doesn't. Only she kind of. Out, I know. And she goes out holding it saying, he's, he's your, your son, son, isn't he? 
Well, for one thing, okay, this is this woman's place of business. So I don't know what you were doing in the back, but yeah, don't go out there like accusing her of being some sort of lie. Like, shut the fuck up. But that <laughs> picture, like, I even held on that picture. I was like, wow, is that was that really a childhood picture of Will Kemp? And I, I couldn't even tell, you know. So like, I I don't know how she automatically got his social security number from that. But. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's funny because I saw those pictures and I was like, okay, hottie, because. He looked really good, all scruffy and long haired. Yeah, he did look really good, but also you have a type, and so yeah, he did look much more, <laughs> much more that in those pictures. But I mean, it's not that he didn't look uh, good in those pictures because well, not those pictures because one of them he was a child, but it was <laughs> it, he looked good. It wasn't that. It was just that like it wasn't just so obvious that he was yeah. her child. It wasn't like pictures of them at weddings together and like being like very obviously son and son and mother was a yeah. way to phrase mother and son but, yeah son and mother um so then she comes out and just like yeah and just screams at this poor woman and and then yeah, she goes to the palace and yells at him and yeah. they and i have a note that they Shrieky have a stupid McCallful. fight among they have a stupid fight amongst liars yeah <laughs> <laughs> i just love the part where he like was like well i tried to tell you in the room or something and i was like no sir you specifically did not try to tell her in that room actually you no. leaned into it so uh, okay no Gaslighting. yes there is one point and it was not in a room so it's not to what he refers but there is at one point where he goes i have to tell you something and then they're interrupted by right, right, right. by sir gustus shrieking <laughs> yeah well, we need you out here to pretend to do something and <laughs> then so he didn't get a chance when he was trying to do that anyway. Yeah. But yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, but it's like, there's a lot of pot calling the kettle black in this movie because it's like, what do you mean? You can't just like, you can, like even just behind, in, in private, you can't be that like mad because you have to be like, well, I, mean, I know I'm full of shit, but I didn't know he right. was also full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that they took this opportunity for him to say, this is listen this is important because this is i have a chance as uh, you know going through with this i have a chance to really make a difference for this town that i love and the townspeople that i love yeah. and that made sense because anything short of that would have been him just please i want to keep playing pretend or i really like the salmon breakfast <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean so that it would have been more childish and selfish so yeah. that, you know that uh, to me that worked and in uh you know in in a movie that that has a, a lot of flawed logic i thought that that was pretty solid yeah um, and then I think we're at the ball, right? Where he's supposed this to is, make. <laughs> this scene is when this movie's edibles kicked in. This movie <laughs> lost its mind. Well, that's interesting. You should say that because I, my note was that now he's wearing the medallion and we do see the significance of it and the prominence of it. I just wish it didn't look like it was made of chocolate. I know. <laughs> like, why couldn't they just, why, 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 Hallmark, when you have a thing of importance, either the grandmother's painting that's been in the museum or the or oh yeah there's so many bad examples like why do they always just go to the casting director's cousin to have her five-year-old make the art yeah like why is it always terrible and that G the medallion make the ugliest piece of shit you've ever seen yeah, yeah, exactly. Use, use all of the use all of the world's greatest art and make something that looks nothing like it. And if this medallion had been out doors for four to forty years, it wouldn't. Ha it would have been weathered, and it should have been. 
more, it could have been like a enameled or something, something like much more distinct. Or if it's yeah. supposed to be gold, not chocolate, make it shiny and <laughs> yeah. gold colored. I mean, I yeah. just don't understand what they were doing. But yeah. there we are. We're in the ball. She enters in a green dress. She looks very pretty. It Her gorgeous me of the hair is up. The atonement dress, Emily. Yes. Which, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, also, they kind of set up the like the scene that's coming in the ball when Sir Gustus or yeah, I think it's Sir Gustus is sitting in the room with Adam and he's just suddenly like, this has gotten so out of hand. What should we do, Adam, over this last couple of days? And so he like kind of defers to him as like being a count. Yeah. As like a royal advisor and just like completely hands over the reins. Like, should we go through yeah. with the ball? Like, yeah, that that tracks what? with everything we know about Sir Gustus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is basically that he and some other advisors have regular meetings about somebody who hasn't been there for four to 40 years. <laughs> They're so busy. Yeah. So I guess he doesn't really have any practical life experience. Yeah. But so he is supposed to get up and make a speech as the count, which as, you know, it would have He's been- dressed up in the little costume. Yeah. And the king and queen, his supposed aunt and uncle or the count's aunt and uncle- are sitting there, and this would have been a catastrophic mistake <laughs> on everybody's part. Terrible, terrible judgment. The world would have come out and said, that is not him. Yeah. But instead, he immediately, he doesn't leave us in, in, in you know, hanging. He immediately says, I'm not him. Yeah. He admits who he is, and... You know, he says that love is so much more than, oh, I mean, I think he introduces this by saying the real count abdicated for love and love Mm -hmm. is so much more important than power and status. And he talks about loving the town and wanting it to be so much more. And I thought it was really elegant. I thought that that was, it really had potential. If they had maybe thought of that line earlier in the writing uh, process, they might have carved this a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's when... Um, the king and I guess she the queen because <laughs> oh, they only call yes. him the king. They don't. She really is the queen, and they have a daughter who I only have a daughter, and she's going to be queen someday, so I can't make her the count. <laughs> well, <laughs> stupid. And then they stand up, and they they first of all they have only been in the movie. I think that they're just they strike me as people who just like get fucked up on port and just hang out they don't seem like they're all too concerned like they seem like they are they kind of know that their country doesn't matter or their <laughs> town the king that the town that they're king queen of so they're kind of just like well we're not going to war or anything so let's just kind of like be rich and have castles huh and yeah. so they just stand up and they're just like well <laughs> yep, he's right. The civilian is right. And we think that uh, we should make him honorary count, which is not something I, to my knowledge, is allowed. <laughs> oh, I think they can, though. See, now that my note there, although I then I have. Then why but- hasn't it happened to me? Why can't I have a title? <laughs> well, <What> a title? <laughs> I mean, Christmas originally titles, titles were bestowed. Um to 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 you know landowners etc cetera, etc cetera. i mean like all the titles that um are in the british royal family for example are bestowed prince william and kate middleton are the are now the prince and princess of wales which follows because charles and diana were but 
it, it didn't, I mean, you know, it's a formality, but Charles bestowed that title upon them. And I do believe, and I'm not an expert on this, but they have been dicking around with the, uh, the Sus- Sussexes, which I believe is uh, Harry and Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. What are mm-hmm. they? The, the Duke and Duchess. Duke? Yeah, they might. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are Duke the and Duchess. The Duchess of Sussex. Man, that's that's a toothful, isn't it? <laughs> Duchess of Sussex. No wonder she's mad. I love how the king and queen speech was like essentially chalked up to whoops, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we they don't normally come here anyway. We're yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're at ease in this town. We've been at the keys with our son. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! That explains the red nose. Um so yeah, they're they're uh, I don't know. I thought that was possible. I don't know. And I don't know whether some some titles are uh royal line and some are not i guess so i don't okay that's like an an earl is not royal and it does sound like i know more than i do but uh diana spencer princess diana's father was the earl of spencer and now Mm -hmm. her brother is but they were not royal that had been at some point that that title had been bestowed upon an ancestor that has been okay so i didn't know that i've been i'd actually wondered about that stuff in the past okay but all of that said he said honorary and bestowing him with an honorary title. So that's even title more of. bizarre. And that's where I kind of did lose my train of thought on that because <laughs> yeah, when you get an honorary degree <laughs> because <laughs> you give an address at the, the whatever, you NYU, don't you can't yeah. suddenly yeah, you can't suddenly go to IBM and say, "Well, I have this degree from Harvard." <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know why I don't know why they they did that. I mean, and it, he didn't need to be a du- nobody knows the difference between an account, a duke, an earl. So, I mean, somebody, a lot of people do, but I don't. And so for me, this would have worked. If he just, just said we've, we've decided to make him the count. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would have been the same to me, but it just felt like wish fulfillment. And I guess it was kind of a relief that it wasn't um, stodgy old people not letting stuff happen because that's what most of these movies are. It's just yes. like stodgy old people being like, of course not. Get him out of here. He's riffraff. Yes. And so it was kind of nice that they were just like, hey, we're back. Whatever. <laughs> Bye now. <laughs> So he but decides. Just, yeah. like, what are his qualifications? Does he know <laughs> anything about know running a town? <laughs> it's been three days. Well, his, does he exactly. need to? But does he need to run a town, or is he no. just kind of meant to be there? Because then he his like all the things he asked for. He's like, I don't want, I don't want to have to live in the castle, and I want to do whatever I want, and I want to just have whatever girlfriend I want. And they're like, that's fine. We'll yeah. see you guys later. <laughs> yep. Round of shots for everybody. All right. But I did like that he, he specified that. I, I will accept if I can be myself. Yeah. So, okay, that worked too. Well, so did, I think we know the answers here, but did you like this movie, Mommy? I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. And Emily? <laughs> okay, I enjoyed <laughs> Besides <laughs> Besides the glaring problems with the plot, I actually enjoyed it. It was it was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was it was there were some glaring problems. By the way, a Norwegian holiday. Everything that they do in that movie that's supposed to be you know fanciful, they do explain. So you won't Mm -hmm. have such plot holes. I want to be pulled in. I want to feel like uh, like I'm being brought along. This time I was just like, what is happening? Yeah, you don't ever want to feel like you're the grown up. When you're watching yeah. one of these yeah, movies, that's a good saying, way to put it. Okay, honey, this is a this is a nice effort, but in real life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you show this to anyone, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, how about you, Paige? I liked it. I, uh, I keep encountering this, but I just didn't like the main heroine that much, although yeah. she had perfect hair. But I feel she like beautiful hair. She does in every she just gorgeous. the actress really does. Yeah. I just wished actually mommy texted me and just said she has beautiful hair. And I said, where are you in the movie? And then she told me where she was in the movie. I said, was it this scene that made you say she has beautiful hair? And it was I got this scene exactly right. So yes, <laughs> but um, I think I just would have cast somebody. I don't know. I mean, I just say this every time. So I know if I was the casting director of Hallmark, like the type that I would be casting in all these. But I just want charming like more, like just more down to earth people. You want nineteen nineties Meg Ryan? Yeah, exactly. She should be in every one of these. And I think he was so great. And I just think that it would have been more fun with somebody he had better chemistry with, who was just more charming and more, you know, more fun. Yeah, the chemistry was off. Yeah, that was part Agreed. of it. That was yeah. just like I didn't really feel bought into the, the love story. Yeah, yeah. I felt like he was going ninety and she was not going ten. Mm. Mm. So you how know? would you fix it, Paige? I think if she was different, then the only things that bumped for me wouldn't have mattered because yeah. I didn't really care about any of that. And I just I think that I I would have wanted her character and the actress to be like a little bit dreamier and to just want things a little bit more and maybe to be a little bit more enamored with the I, I like I like when the characters are written so that they I they uh they identify the fact that meeting a prince you know meeting prince charming is the as a girl's dream in you know in a way even though it isn't really you know oh, i no? think that well not after <laughs> not after diana but you know yeah, yeah right but it's like i think that like or acknowledge Kate. good god yeah exactly or megan after any of yeah. them <laughs> <laughs> i think that like i think that just acknowledging that it's kind of a fantasy situation mm -hmm. and that it's beautiful and that it's kind of a dream come true. And it's kind of crazy. And that he's cute. I mean, God, mm -hmm. I would just wish for once that they would acknowledge that the hero's cute mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> and just be like, Oh, like and calling the nameless best friend back home being like, Oh my God, he's really cute. Like I was, I thought if I'd heard, heard all these rumors, he was covered in, covered in a skin rash and then he has missing a nose, <laughs> but he's really hot, you know, and that again, would have been so funny too. <laughs> yeah. And again, I think that I keep giving this note, but uh, especially when the budget is there, I think mm -hmm. that my only note really ends up being, Charming hero heroine and comedy punch up. Make yeah. it funnier. Make it and if you have the girl who can sell it, then great. You know they could have played her down a little bit. Her looks because uh, she's very beautiful, very classically beautiful. Her hair is yeah. stunning, and they could have just pulled her hair back and just had one great hair scene, and that would have worked because she was pretty funny when she you know flubbed up the um, curtsy and stuff. So I don't That's even know that it was she the was a little too glamorous. Fault. She could have no, just I been know. written a little bit, um, written a little bit funnier and more charming yeah so how would you although chemistry yeah that i think the same i think i would yeah. say this the same as you and maybe maybe he had not been all over the world and maybe the whole town was kind of in on the ruse although even then somebody would somebody would be you know somebody would go to tmz rge you mm -hmm. know yeah so really i mean i guess we have that really implausible because even if the count had not been seen for a really long time you this guy has yeah. Also so. that. Also he. Also yeah. He shouldn't have been seen since he was like seventeen years old. Because this actor's forty six. <laughs> so like, if he's been missing for four years, there has to be a bigger age difference since he's been last seen. If he's been missing for twenty years, then that's a lot cooler. It also adds to the lore. That's a lot more yeah. Anastasia. I yeah. forgot about that. That was also something I would fix. Because it's like, yeah, 
given like he's been missing for 20 years, nobody's seen him, you know, even the even the castle doesn't know would be cool. Right. You know, right. and it's like that would have been like added to a mystery and it's like, oh, he's back. And it's right. like there's there's rumors that he's back and then it's like, oh, he's there's this guy. Like that would be cool. And you know what? And he could have been instead of working all over the world. Emily could have been Emily agrees. Yeah. No, I do. <laughs> he could have been working in Antarctica low these last 10 years or something. Someplace where there's a very, very tiny specific population because well, he was mm-hmm. working on he was working X. on a reindeer ranch exactly <laughs> no he was going to that's the thing oh well, that's right <laughs> the rain that was just too broad but yeah i mean <laughs> what if they had done something like that then it would be like okay there's no way in the world that the four scientists i've been working with exclusively for the past 10 years are going to come out and say who i am yeah and they're so not i guess it watching, would be possible they're not watching our ge yeah so it would be possible to do something sort of more um, plausible with this plot, but because you want to go with the plot, I mean, you know, you just have to make it as believable as possible. But it is fun; it is a fantasy; it is the Prince and the Pauper. Yeah, and 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 that's what works, I think, about the Princess Switch, which, if I'm not mistaken, I think that that's Vanessa Hudgens, and she looks just like the real princess, you know. But they yeah. they made three of those movies, is what I was going to say, because obviously number one was such a hit, they made number two, and then number two was such a hit, they made a three. So mm-hmm. we do love the. The Prince and Pauper idea. So yeah. just you need to just work a little bit, you yeah. know, a little bit more just to make it plausible. And then <laughs> and then have somebody like Jensen say, who would believe this? Yeah. Because if are, all yeah, else fails, lines. have somebody on screen or on page, if you're writing a book, say, oh, come on, this is ridiculous. And point out the holes because then we're not yeah. going to sit here and say, hey, I figured out the holes. Yeah. I also would have given her a friend. I I like when there's somebody who's maybe in town who's like with her being like, wait, what? And like, I I actually like when the two friends fall in love with each other because they're like, because they're there managing the two like insane leads. I like when those are fun. Wait, the two friends fall in love with each other? I like when they when they have like the two. Yeah, like I like when his best friend and her best friend like are All having right. like a side romance. I usually think that that's like a funny. I think that's cute. Yeah. So like this movie kind of could have benefited from like a comedy sidekick love romance too. Because, yeah. like, it would have been funny. So, Emily, short of casting Gimli or Dermot Kennedy as the lead, what would you have? <laughs> no, no, he was great. I have nothing against the actor. <laughs> uh, you know, I think kind of like Beth was saying, I I mean, one of my favorite things about watching movies is just getting swept away into the story and into a different world. And they created a whole different country. And so I just wish that I could have bought into it a little bit more mm-hmm, instead of just mm-hmm. being like, what is happening this whole time? Yeah. I was just distracted. And then also, yeah, the actress, I mean, she's she is beautiful and there was nothing wrong. It's just her character was a little, yeah, a little flat for me. And then she's a little um, untouchable. Yeah. And then, uh, it just also the fact that it happened over three days and this man had been like traveling around for 10 years and told his mommy wasn't going to stay home. And then suddenly he like was like, oh, yeah, actually, I do care about my community. Maybe I should stay. And I was just yeah. like, eh. yeah, I don't know. Just didn't yeah. really believe it. So Yeah. They could have set us up with a little bit more uh, community concern when he first got there or something. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so, we do meet yeah. him. So he's not just gardening. He's just no. saying, uh, you know, if he, we, he acknowledges that he did it, his father did it before him. So why not? be you know well you know this is not my thing but my father was so so proud of these boxwoods you know and they're 100 yeah. years old and i really want to make sure that they i don't know and then don't, he been don't like get any medallions in them that kill them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or he could have been like nobody ever knows you're supposed to go and trim the the inner oh what medallion yeah perfect 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 yeah. 
we could ask if we were writing it, we would ask Donna, Emily's mother, <laughs> what what tree needs to be pruned from the inside out? <laughs> exactly. So, all right. Speaking of pruning, <laughs> speaking look, of inside out, look for our Instagram, nameless best friends. Yes, and then you'll find uh, Beth Harbison books from there and Farbo and Emily. You don't wish to be followed. So no, <laughs> we have another anonymous guest. We have another nameless best friend that does not wish to be followed, <laughs> does not wish to be witnessed here. Um, but thank you so much for coming on, Emily, my best we loved friend. loved having you. Yeah. Oh, this is Thanks so for fun. enduring this movie. Anytime. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.